Welcome to McDonald's. What can I get you today? Hi, she'll have the quarter pounder with cheese, extra mustard, no pickles, and I'll have a 10-piece chicken McNuggets. And, and two sides, sides of ranch, please. The we've done this before meal. Get it at McDonald's when you get two of your faves for just six bucks. Limited time only. Prices and participation may vary. Single item at regular price. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another first-run Bald Movies podcast. Uh, this week, we watched Jason Bourne. It's, uh, you know, for people who are unfamiliar, the Matt Damon spy thriller. Uh, I think everybody knows what it is. And if you didn't, uh, I think we summed it up for Cecily, who hadn't seen any Jason Bournes before tonight. Uh, I said, imagine James Bond loses his memory, and then you said, and MI6 is trying to kill him. Yep. That's that's pretty much it. That is Jason Bourne. (laughs) Yeah. Which I think is actually the plot of a GoldenEye, or a a James Bond movie at some point. Like, you know. Uh, I think MI6 at one point wants to kill James Bond. I probably think, at multiple points. Probably, yeah. Uh, but yeah, we, we just got back from the theater, and we sat down, and we're ready to record. What do you got? How did you feel about it? I think it's a competently executed action film. However, and I think that like if you are looking for Jason Bourne to continually up the ante and get bigger and badder, then you're probably going to walk away from this film satisfied. Okay. But if you're like me... And you like Jason Bourne beating guys to death with rolled up newspapers and racing yeah. around in a shitty Eastern European hatchback through cobblestone streets and just improvising and barely, you know, run around cans full of gas and shotguns and then then you're a little disappointed because again everything you know you got to it's not a spoiler to say that there's a car chase and he's not driving <laughs> right. a little shitty hatchback he's driving a Dodge Charger. Sure, I mean. I, I I just uh, and and not through cobblestone weird European streets it's through Las Vegas. So yeah, I feel I, like that is and and the other thing is this Paul Greentree I think is his green director grass. Green Grass yeah that grows all around all around so I know, <laughs> uh, you know I forget the guy's first name but Lyman uh, who I is directed the original Born and he did Mr. And Mrs. Smith and Edge of Tomorrow I think is the last film that I've seen. Hmm. I okay. think he's got a really good eye for action, yeah. and I thought the first Jason Bourne was so exciting because it's like the first time I've heard of like Krav Maga and like this this brutal fight style where you just take down this human opponents as fast as you can. Mm-hmm. And the, you know there was quick cuts, can you know frantic kinetic cuts, but no like just crazy shaky cam. And I feel like since this uh, Greengrass guy took over, it's 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 like a it's like the cameras attached to a paint shaker. Yeah, no, you're right. Uh, the thing that I loved about the first one is, like you said, it just felt so efficient. And in this, it feels more like uh, a little too flowery, a little too showy. Mm. I, I want it more matter of fact, you know? These yeah. are spies. They're not, uh, I don't know, they're not Jet Li. Yeah. Don't have to do that kind of stuff. Uh, I don't know. I mean, it's it's still mostly grounded. It's not like it went way off the rails no, no, or anything. No. I just think that it, I I like the action. I just wish I could see it with that. You know, right. But, but with that that shaky cam, I think uh, hides a weaker, less competent action director. Yeah, yeah, and you know, also you you pointed out earlier tonight that this is 16 years after the first one. Is that Something right? Something like that. Yeah. It's a long time after the first one, so I'm wondering if like a lot of these people can still do the stunts because there are, mm. you know, Matt Damon. I'm sure he's not. He's obviously not out of shape. No, God no. But is he as fast as when he was 20 sure. or whatever? Yeah, it's, it's tough to pull that stuff off when you're. Well, 40. plus it's also, you know, eventually you don't have to bring Jason Bourne in. 
he'll move into a retirement home. Right. You know, like he's had a lot of severe injuries. Like I don't know how long does his lower back and knees are going to be able to take this stuff. That's but... right. He's getting too old for this shit. Yeah. Um <laughs> Uh, but I, but you know, with, with camera movements, the way that they do, it still looks like he can really move. Oh yeah. So and they, again, they with the shaky of... camera, like I, right. it could have been stunt doubles the whole time. I'd never know. And and, yeah. and also weird shaky cam, like during the car chases, which I thought are really egregious. Like, yeah. God damn. I can't tell what fucking lane people are in. Right. Um, but it's, it's, it, it's fresh in my mind because, you know, the capitalize on the born, you know the newborn film. Like I think FX has been showing all the borns, or maybe it's okay. uh, AMC or one of the basic cable channels has been showing them just kind of nonstop. And I've seen a lot of like two and all of one within okay. the last two weeks. And I just again was just blown away about how good uh, the first one was. And one of the reasons it was so mm-hmm. good is because of the relationship between Jason Bourne and. Uh, <laughs> run Lola run right uh they had such really good chemistry and also yeah. like um you know she was a lot more involved in the action where they've never really found that kind of emotional core I, in I any think... of the others it's always been like right. you know jason's dark past and his you know discovering more secrets and twists about that and this movie kind of continues was it in that the vein. second one where she died or the third yeah one? second one the second she one she died okay. in like the opening action sequence right that's kind of where i stopped caring so much like this is more born and if that's what you're in it for fine yeah but for me i wanted something a little bit more out of it than just more born and i didn't really get it so you know it was okay yeah which in some ways is the worst thing you can say about a movie is like like, it was fine uh matt damon's still kicking ass like he imbues this character with more pathos than he there's any right to be at this point because you're right, we're about. It sounds like you're in the same wavelength as me. We're like two and a half movies past our really being emotionally connected with the character. It, for me, yeah, certainly. Yeah, um, like it. So, and I never saw the Hurt Locker dudes version uh, of Renner's? Jason Bourne. Yeah, Jeremy Renner. So that that's a lot. I mean, it ties into this film quite a bit because at the end of the third one, uh, Jason Bourne went public with all of these, uh, you know, black programs and Jeremy Renner was one of the agents kind of caught up in that. And then, then there's, okay. You know, the main plot of this story is yet another agent who is, you know, we established very early on is, was burnt by Jane, Jason Bourne's little stunt. And now mm-hmm. he wants personal revenge. Right. Uh, and then uncovering more about, you know, their relationship and the genesis of Jason Bourne. Um, there's yeah. not, I mean, at this but point. But I feel like it's, okay, I don't know about you, but I don't want there to continually be this deeper rabbit hole for right. Jason Bourne to go down. It's no longer interesting to me and, and, for and, him to uncover yet another layer of his origin story. And it gets, it's a little, that that's a problem with all these amnesiac characters is that's kind of the interesting thing about them. But once you start plugging, it's like Wolverine, you know, that right. he devolves to like, oh, you thought he fought in war, but actually he, yeah. you know, it's, I was just implanted memories. You start and, rolling your eyes eventually. It's yeah. too much. Yeah. And I, you know, I know that Jason, Matt Damon did come back for a fourth movie and the fourth born film. And now he's back for the fifth. And I, I was excited because, cause in his like Reddit AMA video and I, uh, or not a video, but interview. And I saw him give another interview. It's like, you know, he was like personally invested, like, you know, uh, 
Uh, Paul Greengrass called me up and was like, yeah, I got a banging script, and uh, it's all born. And, and I got $20 million. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, but when I saw this film, I'm like, man, I don't see the passion or the the the, hmm. the screaming reason of why we needed more born. Yeah. Except yeah, for the there. movies continue to make you know more and more money. Now, the Renner one was a slight dip, but I imagine with the interest in born, it, I got to say, like, you know, I feel like our little pocket of suburban Ohio, uh, so so uh, Milford, uh, so goes the nation. Uh, uh-huh. It's it's accurately predicted the success or failure of films. There was a good crowd, and not like most of the films we go and see is a particular type of nerd crowd. This was just a slice of America. There was this. I, I everyone was, no- was to see at this movies. Moms, dads, teenagers, old people, I, uh, I like- yuppies. We had a whole fucking crew of yuppies in front of us. I don't even know what that means anymore. Well, aside from the people in front of us, I felt like the average age there was older, like skewed older. Mm. Not a lot of kids at this movie. I, mm. I, you know, I saw a couple of kids with their parents, but not a lot of like teenagers. Hmm. Aside from maybe the people in front of us hmm. in their twenties. I don't okay. know. It seemed like it was maybe skewing toward mid-30s or older average. Huh. I thought I saw a little bit more diversity as far as that goes. But, okay. Uh, maybe. But And the other thing is, like, it was a respectable crowd. I feel like this is going to make it. Yeah. Uh, because the last born, the last Matt Damon born film, and, man, I, I tell you, it feels really weird talking this much shit about Matt Damon with his giant six-foot head staring right at me. <laughs> right. Um but but as because as, every one of the Jason Bournes made more money than before, and since he kind of went away and now he's back, I think the audience curiosity is going to be at an all time high. I, I think it'll make a, a a good amount of money. I think so too. Uh, but there... what what I thought set Jason Bourne apart from, uh, you know, the Mission Impossible's and the 007 is getting harder and harder for me to put my f- uh, finger on. Right. right, it was so understated in the beginning, and now yeah. it's just blowing out. And I thought the spycraft was decent, but mm-hmm. the the depiction of hacking oh my is God. so bad. It's so bad, and it, it, being like watching this at the same time we're watching Mister Robot. Uh, that, I was about is to a say travesty. I was about to say like I wrote down a couple choice quotes. <laughs> uh, one uh, in, in a, a professional hacking circle, there was just like some like throwaway dialogue. It's yep. uh, hacked a database with SQL. Yeah, <laughs> what the fuck? I mean, I guess that's accurate, but if you have to tell a hacker to hack a database using SQL... If you're to the SQL part, you're done hacking. <laughs> right. You're it's just writing drop, queries. Drop table. Like, you know, like it's <laughs> delete star. I, I Right. I, I don't right. get it. I don't get it. Um, there was... Um, uh, I need you to bring up all the records of the off-the-book meetings. Yep. If... The meetings are off the books. Then there's no fucking record. That's literally the definition. Yeah. It's like that car. Did I did I send you that that uh, that that picture I took of a car? There's a car that says partial zero oh, emission yeah. vehicle. That's an oxy. You oxy can't moron. fucking have it's... a partial zero emission vehicle, no, man. It's either zero or it's you not. You can't have records of an off the book meeting, or it's it's <laughs> it's instantly as soon as you have a record, it's no longer <laughs> off the fucking books. <laughs> it's getting steamed about the the inaccurate dialogue yeah yeah no the hacking across the board was pretty silly yeah Uh, and i don't want i actually got even more examples when we get into the spoiler section but i gotta i I gotta save that um also well no that's a spoiler i i feel like i'm uh about about out of non-spoilers what do you think of tommy lee jones 
he's he hasn't de-aged since No Country for Old Men. What did you think? Tommy Lee Jones has looked like he's 70 since he was 30, but it's glorious. <laughs> and every year his face gets better and better. He is he is in my book a hero of aging uh, sure. in Hollywood because like a champion. It, most people would get that shit removed. Get yeah. all of it. Like everything that's happening on his face, take it away. <laughs> yeah. He, but not him. He looks like a Crypt Keeper version of Gull Ducat from Deep Space Nine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. He looks yeah. like one of the crazy Dan Aykroyd, the, like the, the, the crazy judge from Nothing But Trouble that Dan, the, the Dan Aykroyd played. <laughs> okay. Uh, if you've never you, – that, that he's like uh, – I, I feel like his nose is just about to fall off. Oh, um, right. I've seen that. Yeah. He, he's exactly what it would look like if you took – Silly, a silly putty imprint of the thing out of a comic <laughs> yeah. and just shrunk it down two sizes. I left it out in the sun. <laughs> right. <laughs> He's like the emperor turned force lightning on himself <laughs> and melted his skin. Uh, yeah. Champion of aging, Tommy Lee Jones, going gracefully into, into the sunset. He really is. Maybe you should wear some sunscreen as you walk into the sunset because seriously, man. <laughs> At this point, it's too late. There's, seriously. There's nothing the sun can do that Time hasn't already done. <laughs> Not enough retin-A in the galaxy. Yep. Uh, what else uh, you want to talk about? We got the I, trailers. I, I and I'm actually say, r- r- raring to talk about some of these trailers. I want to say, given my feelings on the Bourne series and where it's kind of headed and how it's gone, I hope they make the next movie the last. I don't at even, least let it die down. I was thinking about this in terms I felt of like, like this James is, this Bond. Is, I, I feel like this is a nice final installment, honestly. Okay. Uh, I suppose so. I feel like if they keep it going here, they're just essentially going to redo the Bourne uh, uh, supremacy. Right. I guess I want to which is the second maybe talk one, about it in spoilers a yeah, little yeah. more. Okay. So, yeah, let's move on to... Uh, overall, I was you know not super impressed, not unimpressed. It was just kind of, okay... Mm. Sure, more born. Okay. Uh, but I'm ready for trailers if you are. Yes. First up is Split, starring James McAvoy as a man with 22 personalities, and all of them have abducted a bunch of women and they keep it in a basement. Right. And this he movie plays, just looks like a mess that I don't want any part of. He plays Professor X. He plays the Beast. <laughs> he plays Wolverine at one point. I, he plays the guy from Wanted. He plays Jubilee, I think. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I don't know about this. Like, I think it's going to be a showpiece performance from that I think that's guy. That's what he wanted, but it's. I, I feel like he 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 was going for Rain Man, and he's going to end up with Simple Jack. You think because so? Because some of the chilling lines he gives in the trailer was met with open laughter in the theater, and I don't know I, that that was intentional. I think you're really? supposed to you be creeped so. out. It, I mean, if it's intentional, I, then I think you're supposed to be partially creeped out, and I was, but hmm. I don't know. Okay. I, I'm more interested in, the, in this than some of the other trailers. Okay. Like that. Uh, next up, we have Gone Girl 2 Train Edition, The Girl on the Train, uh, uh, yeah. where Emily Blunt plays the presumably Gone Girl and Justin Thoreau plays the Ben Affleck, but maybe he's a bad guy this time. Did you see Gone Girl? No. Well, then you can see this Man, and be, you... su- be surprised. You really have to do something interesting to get me interested in a crime drama yeah. thriller thing nowadays. Thrillers are—I like, I don't like thrillers either. No, it's just so—it feels so generic. Even I don't with care. Justin Thoreau, because like I—it doesn't look like he plays a huge part in it, though. 
I don't know, man. I, I he plays think that... the lover of a woman who notices a girl get killed on a train or something. But I think that's the thing. I think there's going to be some like you know deep dark uh, okay. deal. That's why they kind of buried his lead. But I I I don't know. Maybe I, I it, this this when I was watching this, I'm like, this feels like a Gone Girl uh, and Leftovers mix up. And then Justin okay. Thoreau took the screen. I'm like, well, fuck me. It, it totally is. <laughs> um, I don't know. I might. I might see it for that. All right. Uh, then there's a movie called Loving, which is about a groundbreaking um, relationship in yeah. Georgia, I think, where a white man married a black woman and all hell broke loose when they went back home and they're uh, accused of, what is that? What was the technical term? Miscegenation? Oh, there's a term? Yeah, that there always is. There always fucking is, because you can't just say sure. uh, we're racist and we hate people. Right. Uh, so I think, I don't know, that looked kind of interesting. It stars the guy who was the um, major antagonist in um, uh, The Great Gatsby. I can't remember. Ah, oh, I didn't the, see that. The, the character, that character's name. I should, God damn it, my... my uh, English teacher would would be pissed right now. This looks like it's going to be good. I don't think I need to see it in the theater. Yeah, I'll see it on HBO or I'll see it somewhere else. Yeah, um, it has Michael Shannon in it? I think. Oh yeah, uh, Boardwalk Empire guy. Yeah, or Zod, General Zod. Right. Well. Yep. Uh, what about Sully? Tom Hanks oh, yeah, as Tom as America's Hanks. hero, Captain Sully, Sully Sullenberger. Yeah. Um. So here's the thing. I've met that guy i saw him give a talk and got to talk with him and and Hmm. shake his hand and he uh told a fantastic story in an entirely straightforward non-aggrandizing manner and it was awesome um and he like played his like cockpit recorder and narrated it kind of walked us through the different action and he seems like a really cool guy now what i don't i don't know this is a historical fact but this movie purports to make it seem like there was a campaign to make him out to be some kind of incompetent Denzel Washington-esque flight villain. Did you get that? that yeah, I did. Yeah, and the, I, the I left injured was still off. I remember whatever. him being hailed as a hero from the moment, and like, and he saved all those people. And Right, nobody died. I, I don't know, like, maybe behind the scenes, because that's like the untold story of how they really put the screws to Captain Sullenberger, but... I but, like fuck but you. To, to what effect? Nobody died. That's the thing. Like, he ditched a fucking jumbo jet in the Hudson what River. What was his and no plan? If he was, if he was out for some nefarious deed, what was his plan? To muck up the river with jet fuel? That's like, the thing. Like, did, you know, they're like, "Well, we found the engine was still running." I'm like, "What the fucking?" I think if this guy, if the engine was still running, he would have landed at the airport. This guy like just comes across as a total pro. Yeah, I, I don't yeah. know. I feel like I got angry watching it because I'm like, you know, you're telling vicious lies about our hero. That's why Tom Hanks works so well because he's so easy to identify with. Right? What's your take? Because I know that that was kind of a popular contrarian stance when everyone's hailing him as a hero to be like, he's not. He he did he did his job. That's not the definition of a hero. What's oh, I I think that? keeping your shit get like. Keeping cool yeah. under pressure is the definition of a hero in a lot of circumstances. Yeah, like if you're like he could have freaked code, the fuck out. And if you're if you're writing code or plunging a toilet or folding a burrito, and 150 people's lives depended on you doing it perfectly, then right. I would be happy describing what your actions as a hero. <laughs> right, like competence under insane pressure when there's 150 lives on the yep. line. I feel like rises to the level of heroics. I agree. So fuck you don't, everybody you don't trying to, to bring Captain Sully down. I'm not going to have it. <laughs> I'm not going to have it, Tom Hanks. <laughs> right. This hit piece, 
It's not going to stand. You're not getting another Oscar. Fuck off. <laughs> uh, so that that uh, trailer comes on, right? Yeah. And I'm looking at the screen. And I'm going, oh, here's Tom Hanks with his pretty much all white hair now. Sure, he's, he's in got full, the salt and pepper mustache he's looking in full thing. Polar Express mode. They say he's a pilot, and I'm thinking, and, and then they call him Sully, and I'm like, oh my god, we're getting an Uncharted movie. <laughs> I was like, oh my god! He's the perfect. Does. He's the perfect Sully. He does, and I probably would have thought that, except for I. You he knew does, he yeah. does look a lot like the guy, the Sullenberger guy, right? A uh, little, little chubbier, honestly. I but, guess I'm interested in seeing that, but probably not a theater movie. I don't for know me. because I know it, it's it's much ado about nothing, literally. So right. I don't know. I mean, it seems like very competently done, but I feel like it would it would be an enra- uh, a maddening experience. And I don't know. Maybe there is some deep dark secrets. Maybe he did ditch it into the Hudson just because he knew it would be a good story. And then he gets stuck in the airport terminal for a year and a half. It's it's real bad news for Tom Hanks there. Yeah. Uh, what do you think about Free Fire? Which Free Fire? So this was a film. It had it had uh, Cillian Murphy in it and a bunch of other famous oh, people. Yeah, and the seemed... World War II spy. No, no, no. This is the one where it's like a like a Guy Ritchie type thing where everybody's got suitcases and guns pointed and people are getting shot and it's all a bunch of gallows humor. Like you really don't remember this? I remember Cillian Murphy. I thought it was a spy. There's thing. no. There's another one right after that with Cillian Murphy. Uh, that that's, what? Yeah, that's uh, uh, arthropoid. Oh yeah, anthrop- anthropod. <laughs> I think it's arthropoid. It is poid. Yeah. Okay. What is this movie? This is a movie. It had a is whole this bunch. The bank it, robber it, it, movie. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. It has like Ben. What's yeah. his name? Uh-huh. Yep. That had Cillian Murphy in it. Yep. He is one of the players. But the thing is, it had is, Chris Pine in it. I know it that. Had Chris Pine. And the thing is, it looks like the whole film takes place in a fucking parking garage. Like it's, oh, a, it's like a oh, bottle no, no, no. film. Okay, this is not this is not the same movie I was thinking of. That's okay. not the bank robber one. Maybe there were two bank robber ones. Yes, it's a bottle. It's a bottle movie, which is oh yeah, really hell, weird. You're thinking of Hell or High Water. Okay, I don't about, know how they're going to sustain that for two hours. I know. I can say it. It looked like a bottle movie. Yeah, of of people just biting hands and, and shooting each other, breaking legs, and thighs, and setting the place on fire. There's a sniper. There's a it's, sniper comes in, and who knows what side he's on. Yeah, this is kind of interesting. Yeah. In the same way that like Hardcore Henry was interesting to me. I hope it's, it's better than that. But to me, this, it's a gimmick, right? This seems like an American version of like a Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking okay. Barrels, or a Snatch, or a Rock and Rolla, and yeah, only stripped down to its barest in, in essence. Mm-hmm. Um, or it's like the it, it's like imagine you took the diner scene from Pulp Fiction and then made an entire movie out of just that part. Yeah, or like the some the like the Mexican standoffy parts of uh, Reservoir Dogs. Yeah, just take that that like five minute and blew it out into a whole movie. I, conceptually, I'm, I'm I guess I'm hell. I saw I saw uh, uh, Serious Sam or uh, Rocket R- Ralph or what what would you say his name was. Hardcore Henry? Hardcore Henry. I saw that, so I guess I'll see this experimental action comedy movie. Yeah. Uh, let's move on to the other Cillian Murphy. Uh, okay. They had the guy that played Christian Grey from Fifty Shades of Grey and Cillian Murphy, and they're playing German resistance fighters or maybe Austrian resistance fighters in the beginning, early stages of World War II. Right. Which I felt like uh-huh. is essentially a, a training manual for post-Trump America. Uh, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> sure. If when the dictator takes over, and, right? You, I, yeah. I, we got to have our flashy mirrors. 
Yep. Uh, we got to have our disguises down. Uh, we have to find our Cillian Murphy. Uh, but it's the I guess the code word is I don't know if this is based on true story. Um, like the what was the one Tom Cruise Eagles Nest one? Uh, Eagles Landing, Eagles Down, Eagle got blown up. Yeah. Tom Cruise lost an eye. Big old eagle. Big old eagle. <laughs> uh, it, it, I don't know if it's like based on a true story like that or if it's he- a fictionalized Inglorious Bastard style thing. Uh, yeah, good question. I'm not really sure based on the trailer, but I don't know. Looks interesting either way. Yeah, and it's Anthropoid, which yeah, or is it is it Anthro or Arthro? Arthro. It might be Arthro. I I don't I thought know. It's Anthropoid. We had a poid at the end, which makes it seem like it's like almost human, but it could have been Arthropoid. I don't know. I'm taking notes in the dark, and half of them, half half of the things are not real, even real words. Uh, then we had Hell or High Water, which features. Jeff Bridges and full-on, like, Rooster Cogburn, uh, what was that, uh, the the film? Shit. Yeah, uh, Grit. Yeah, True Uh, Grit. True Grit, He's in full-on True Grit mode, only he's, like, a more of a modern sheriff. Yeah. Uh, And, and... What? Was it a mo- is it set in the modern times or is it like in the you know seventies or I couldn't de- tell if it was a period piece or might, he's just that crusty. Yeah, it might be a little bit of a period piece. It looked I, like Chris Pine was wearing some period piece hair and doing a period piece accent. I mean, yeah. he's doing he's doing a lot of stuff I've never seen Chris Pine do, which I think is interesting. Right, he looked like Christian Bale's character in American Hustle before he went to Seed. Okay, like before he got forty pound pot uh-huh. belly, but he's kind of got that sort of vibe to him yeah he's doing a real southern southern mm. accent mm-hmm. a little bit of cow- cowboy accent there not so much of an iowa from iowan from space accent uh he gets credited ben what's ben foster i think his name is gets credited i thought ben foster might have been in the the, the i don't the think live so. fire one too or fire live so. but then like Free fire but then poor poor uh what's his name from both breaking bad and justified Pulling some weight here and doesn't get a credit, doesn't get a mention Ooh. in the trailer. It's the one of the Nazi guys from from uh, oh. Breaking Bad, and come to think of it, Justified. Okay. <laughs> well, see, he's so uncredited, I don't even recognize him. He's, he's one, of, two one, of the, one of the Bennets, one of the Crows. I can't remember. Mm. He's one of those guys, but yeah, he's he's been doing a lot of stuff lately. Okay. Uh, and that is all of the trailers. All new, which by the way we got the uh, yeah. uh, we this is the end of our free review phase. Uh, from here on out, you got to be a club member to enjoy. We'll be back next week with Suicide Squad, which I'm wow worked myself up to legit excited for. That's already next week. Holy it's already shit. next week. Uh, this is I feel like I, I was I was I was going to put a lot of weight on this film's shoulders to kind of save DC and their Justice League, but. The Wonder Woman trailer is hot as fire, man. Have you huh. seen it? No. I feel like they might catch some of that, f- f- like like original uh, Captain America. It's a period piece set like a World War One, right? And, like sense. that automatically kind of makes it cooler. And uh, I mean, she just seems like a fantastic Wonder Woman. And Are then, they going to uh, do CG to make her really skinny? And then have her bulk up later in the movie. I don't think so. Like I they did with just... what's his face, what his... Captain America. Oh yeah, they yeah, made no, him really she's puny. Got a super Superwoman serum. Yeah. No. Okay. No. Uh, and also, I, I saw the. Uh, did you see any of the Justice League trailers from Comic Con? Uh, Jason Moma as Aquaman is fucking cool. Yeah, he's legit. 
I'm sure he is. And, it's and, just and also Aquaman. bat. I, I'm also like I'm ready for more Batfleck too, which we'll get next right. week. Batman next makes week? at least a one second appearance in the trailer for Suicide Squad. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Presumably it'll be Affleck. Cool. Uh, yeah. So this is it. If you want to subscribe, if you want to uh, listen to our spoiler filled review of Jason Bourne, and why wouldn't you? Uh, it's just a, it, you can. It, it's as low as a buck a month. You go to club.baldmove.com. Sign up, become a member, help us with this free, this this uh, support our free independent podcast by got, paying for them. I got one more description it's, of Tommy it's, Lee it's, Jones. It's, face. it's like an off the book. It's, it's an off the it's an off the books meeting <laughs> with records. You have to support free podcasts by paying for them. Ignorance is freedom. <laughs> War is peace. <laughs> free podcast. You pay for them. What you got for me, Tommy Lee Jones? Go. I, I'm saving it for the spoiler section. Oh, oh really Teaser. putting the screws to you. Teaser, one more That's worth a buck a month just right there. Oh, yeah. Uh, all right, club.ballmove.com if you, uh, or enjoy the free one, and we'll have another free spoiler, free review uh, Suicide Squad next week. Uh, see you then. We'll see all the cool people in the spoiler section.